Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. Hello. We are missing someone. We are. Uh, Joe is not here today. Uh, he's out enjoying the nice weather in the sun and the warmth. As Yeah, because it's like 75 degrees outside. I know. I went kayaking today. I opened my window. Look at you, <laughs> opening windows. See, that's a big step for you. Normally, the windows are shut. Yeah. So now they're open. Uh, I went to I went to CBS. There you go. Yeah. You did. Did you wear your mask? Uh, I did. Yeah. Okay, good. Because you can't go anywhere unless you do. No. Have to. Yeah. But no, it's a beautiful day out, so Joe's social distancing with at a barbecue that I hope is staying six feet apart from his family members. Yeah, they're outside. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you're not indoors, I guess. But you should be spaced far apart. Did you see the, in the neighborhood the other day, yesterday, there was like a congregation on one of those like big medians? No. That was like, it was like 10 people, 10 plus people, all just sitting in chairs in a circle. And like the cops were there. <laughs> Because, like, they're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. They didn't stop them, I don't think. But, like, the cop just sat there, just parked with his window up, probably to be like, come on, guys, disperse. Don't make me do anything. Yeah, I'm a cop. See yeah. me and leave, please. Did, did, you, did you see how I have my uh, cop car? Did you see it? <laughs> I'm in my cop car. Now you're still, you know, you're still here? Okay. Fine. <laughs> the worst thing about the nice weather is, like, I mean, everyone has their windows open, but, like... I can hear the neighbors arguing with each other, mm-hmm. and the dude across the street likes to play his Spanish music really loud. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I just want to read outside, but nope, can't get any concentration because I hear everything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the neighbors over at uh, at Jamie's place are like tearing down the fence and like doing like home remodels, and also arguing and yelling outside. So it's like, <sighs> yeah, could you just not like it's nine in the morning on a Sunday? Could you just not? Please, that'd be really great if you just shut just shut up. Yeah. And, like, the dog's barking, so they're yelling at the dog as loud as they possibly can. It's like, no, no, no. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Just shut up. Yeah, just please just be Shut quiet. your mouth. Uh, but, no, it was beautiful outside today. I, uh, I bought a rack for the, the boat, mm-hmm. dropped in the water. First time I've been kayaking in, like, five years. Really? I, I believe so. Did you roll? Huh? Did you flip? No. Good. No, I stayed completely dry until I didn't want to be. Though I forgot there's like a little plug at the back of it that I just forgot to plug. Um, so like I was taking on a little bit of water just as like, you know, I'm a bigger person. So every once in a while, you know, bounce a little bit and some splashed in. And I was like, mm, I don't really trust the level of water that's coming in here. I'm going to call it. So I was out <laughs> for like an hour. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, and so I was like, all right, well, I can get out and then plug it and then I'll be fine. And then once I was out, I'm like, nah, I don't want to get back in. But you got a little wet anyway. Yeah, yeah. which was fine. I, I mean, I knew I was going to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was a nice day to spend outside. I did some grilling all weekend, which was yeah. good. I finally, I'd been out of propane since the end of last season. So I needed to get more. Um, but, yeah, so Joe's Joe's doing the same. He's barbecuing. Mm-hmm. He's out. Uh, so he's not with us today. Uh, but that doesn't mean we can't sit here and talk video games. So, John, what did you play this week? Uh, I've been trying to play Call of Duty, but I think on Wednesday or Tuesday or something, uh, they put out a, like, 60 gig update or something like that. It was only 15 for me because I just had the Warzone. And they finally, like, separated it out so I didn't have to download a new 80 gig patch. I just had to download the Warzone. So that's good for you. It was good for me. Um, The Warzone pack uh, downloaded instantly. Uh, I didn't have enough room because I have other games on there. So I had to, like, delete stuff for that to work. Yeah, because you own another game. All all you need is one other game and the system doesn't have enough space. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, the kind of the running joke right now. It's just, like, you have to clear your entire hard drive for any update. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But that work that started automatically, and then once that was done, you would go into the game, and the only thing that's playable is Warzone. You can't even play single player. You can't play multiplayer. You can't even play co-op. Um, oh, while the install was downloading. No, no, no. like that. Once that's done, you yeah. can only play Warzone. You had to physically click update, like da- data pack one, and oh. and it showed up as like a purchase. So like that's shitty enough as it is. It's like not part of the download. Um. So then I had to do that, and that was another 15 gigs, so double that, so mm-hmm. 30, um, because of the way the PS4 like yeah. works. You need whatever. to have enough space to both have it and install it at the same time for some reason. Yeah. Um, so all in all, the the install took six hours, like I think it, or five hours. I started at like six, mm-hmm. and it was like 11 by the time I was able to play. Um and then they decided to put Shoot the Ship back in, which was um, Shipment and uh, Shoot House, two very small maps. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that update, uh, they fucked everything else up. So now you can't get into matches in multiplayer because it just runs through queue over and over again. Um, and it like goes to like searching for players with this ping, this ping, and it goes all the way up to 200, which is the highest that it'll go, mm-hmm. which is like unplayable, if anything. Um, and then you sit on that for 20 minutes until you decide to turn off your system and not play. Weird. Yeah, because I haven't had that with Warzone at all. Like, yeah. I've just been able to go in and play. There was a couple games where it was just like janky and unplayable, but not where I couldn't at least get into a game. Even though janky and unplayable ones, I was just like, all right, just somebody kill me and then I'll just go back and start a new one and the next round was fine. Yeah. So I haven't had that in Warzone, which, I mean, I guess that's good for me again because I don't have the regular multiplayer right um but that really sucks are they have they addressed it like are they aware of the problem yeah and that's the shitty thing is two days ago so this was friday they sent out a tweet that said like we know what the issue is we fixed it sorry here's double experience points for the weekend and then hours later it's back to the way it is so no one can play uh i mean you can get into a match maybe every half an hour like, of sitting and waiting on mm-hmm. the loading screen. Um, so the double experience doesn't do anything because you can't play. No. And, okay. like, giving that as the, hey, like, we're sorry, here's double experience. Like, you guys do double experience pretty much every weekend now. Yeah. Or at least every other weekend, it seems like there's double experience. And there's double experience all throughout the week because it's – they're like, we know you're on lockdown. Here's double experience every day from noon to 6 or something. It's like – you just give that out like candy. It's not a, right. I'm sorry. It's a, hey, we'll just do the thing we always do. Here's the double experience. Go, go ahead. Yeah. And like, it seems like they're prioritizing Warzone, which makes sense because I guess that's their like big draw now. <clears throat> well, it's the new hot thing too. So I assume there must have been a boom in player numbers when Warzone started. Yeah. Because everyone who would have bought the game for the most part bought it back in November or December or, you know, whenever it came out, there were probably some more fringe people who, like you, when Warzone came out, jumped into that and right. was like, oh, I'm I'm having super fun with this. I'm going to go buy the regular game. But, I mean, that just shows that Warzone is the thing that pulls everybody in and gets them to either spend money on the season passes, the extra, you know, cosmetic stuff, or the game itself. Yeah. So I, I get why, but that sucks at the expense of all the people who purchased it already yeah and like joe and i were able to get into a couple matches but none of our challenges were tracking so like i was doing a thing where i wanted to get uh like my goal was to capture 30 flags in ground war Mm -hmm. um and i got like nine in that round which is a lot 
Um, and then I got back to the main menu and none of it tracked. Not even like my experience for deaths or kills or any of that. Did it like update later? Like, have you checked to see if you got credit for those like after the fact? Was there just a lag in yeah, recognition? Yeah, I checked today because I was able to get onto a couple rounds today and other ones were tracking, but those didn't progress at all. And like my like experience from that round didn't go anywhere. Gotcha. So it just was wasted time, which is unfortunate. That's what games are in a nutshell, aren't they? Just wasted time. <laughs> I guess, but like, I I want to be like going towards a goal. Yeah. Like the game has me coming back and playing every day because of these daily challenges. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you take that away, then it's just like, well, mm, I don't really know. I mean, yes, I'm still having fun, but I do want a goal. Um, but I've also like in working from home, uh, I've been like dusting shelves and like rearranging stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized just how many games I have. Like, I'm not tooting my horn or anything. Like, but there's, I have a substantial amount of games that I've never beaten. You're just saying let that alone Joe's not played. here. Played. Right? You're just you're just trying to take Joe's spot. In no, the, no, no, I have a million games that I've never played. Aren't you? No, because you wouldn't say my, that to his face. My <laughs> next, my follow up is, I think I'm done buying games until I start beating some of the stuff I have. Yeah, well, that's good because games have stopped coming out for the most part. So. Yeah, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima is the next thing that I really care about. Mm-hmm. And then Cyberpunk after that. And I think other than that, like, there's really nothing I want to Well, because then it's new console time. So. Right. So this is a good lull. But, yeah. like, I now that I'm home and I unfortunately are, am not working, you know, full weeks anymore, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try and beat some of the games I actually have. Like, I have three games I haven't even opened. Like <laughs> Which, what games? Uh, the Wonder Boy uh uh-huh. in the cursed whatever yeah, yeah. kingdom i think it is um uh that dragon quest game dragon quest 11 yes yeah elusive age blah yeah, yeah. blah um and then i mean i opened it and played it for a couple minutes but final fantasy 7 which just came out like three weeks ago mm-hmm. which i maybe played an hour of at most or well, you got past the tutorial so yeah and then and then one thing after that Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really need to sit down and complete some of this stuff because it's just like these are going to collect dust, and if like more st- stuff comes a- getting stacked on top of it, then I'm just not going to have the time. And when Ghost of Tsushima comes out, like I'm going to be dedicated to that, yeah, strictly. So I did tell you this was the perfect time to jump into Dragon Age. It is, yeah. You have 110 hours at your disposal now, yeah. so just fill them with Dragon Age. I feel black. Or Dragon Quest, not Dragon Age. Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest, yeah. yeah. I feel bad that I'm, like, neglecting my Switch, too. Like, I haven't actually touched it in weeks, and I blame Call of Duty for all of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's tough sometimes when you get locked in a, a groove of playing a game, because, like, I assume you're getting better every time you play. Oh, so yeah. that's more of an incentive to come back and play again. Like, that's the same thing with me in, in Warzone, is, like, I'm doing better and find myself getting, you know, top 20 routinely, and that just makes me want to play again, because then if I don't, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going out this way coming back i'm gonna do another right like one more one yeah, more one exactly. more i want to finish the top yeah one more and it's three hours later yeah well um, my thing was like i could uh, i'll complete a challenge and then there's always another one and yeah I'm like all right well if i can get through this one in this round maybe i'll i'll be done oh well i just unlocked this one that sounds super easy i'll get that one down in this next round yep and it just keeps going and going and going yeah i mean none of that tracks so it doesn't matter you Not waste all your time no and so if this carries over into monday then i'll just I'll like check. I'll check on probably tomorrow morning and see if it's mm-hmm. working or not. And otherwise, I think I'm just going to take a gander at what I've got and start something new so that I can try and get through or finish. Like I never finished Astral Chain, even though mm-hmm. yeah, I, you really liked that game. I did, and I went back and played it a bunch, like just in chunks. But I never 
gotten to the groove of trying to like being in the process of finishing the game. Yeah. So maybe I'll hop back into that or like Deus Ex Machina, which I or Machina or whatever it was. Yeah. Damon X. Damon that's what it was. Yeah, the yeah. Mexican game. I I opened it. I didn't even put it in my system. Like. <laughs> So, See, you've been you've been hanging out too much with Joe. What's the problem? He's it's rubbing off. Yeah, He's, you just got to buy stuff. Got three games in Japan. I never even played either. Well, two of them I never played. Mm-hmm. I played the Taito drum game, but the other two I never even touched. Hmm. Well, now you've got the time. Yeah. So it's the perfect opportunity. It is to go through the backlog. Unfortunately, and fortunately. Yeah, I mean, people would are would kill for more gaming time. So now you've got it. Yeah. It I mean, just it sucks, in, but in the absence of no work, <laughs> yeah, it's in the absence of money, <laughs> right? So, uh, but yeah, it's not necessarily. I like how you made it your decision to not buy games, even like though your wallet's like, don't buy games, just play the ones you've got. We've got games at home. Well, I mean, there's like digital stuff that keeps coming out, and I was just like, oh, I could get that. Yeah, or I could, like Blasphemous was on sale recently, and I was like, I really wanted to play that. And I was like, no, I have like. 30 games I haven't even beaten yeah. yet. Like, it's time to beat these. Don't worry. Ninjala comes out for free at the end of the month, so you can get that without having to worry about... And then, yeah, have that thrown into my life. And... Yeah, there you go. No. It's going to be fun. <laughs> no I, more addictions. I would think. I don't know. We, we we both missed the beta, so I have no idea. Apparently, it was unplayable. So. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad I missed it then. Uh, the people who played it said it was great, and they said it's pretty much just Ninja Splatoon. I'm so down for that. Which if it sa- works. sounds great. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people just were getting the same error code over and over again. They that couldn't sucks. even get in the matches. So. I feel like that happened with the very first Splatoon, like on Wii U, for the very first, like, split, you know, demo Splat. type thing. So. No, not Splatfest, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. What about you? What did you play this week? Um, so I was looking for a racing game to play, and I don't know why. just had the itch for it. And so I tried uh, Dirt Rally. 2.0 or whatever it was whatever the playstation, the PlayStation plus game, plus game um that we got like a month or two ago it was um, this month was it well it was it was april's game oh okay oh, i didn't like it either way i don't remember what why i got it for free or when but i didn't like it it wasn't fun why not i, I think it was too grand turismo-y for what i was looking for like it wasn't um, it wasn't kind of scratching that itch the way that the like motocross game that was the PlayStation Plus game. It's like, too sim and not arcade. Yeah, enough. and like, and I don't know the world of like rally cars. Mm-hmm. So when you start driving, there's just like a voice who I assume is your you know pick leader or whatever. Yeah, it's the dude in the seat next to you. Oh yeah, and he's just like uh like a bend straight, another bend curve, and I'm like I don't know any of the term. Like that was me doing the what I think he meant because it shows you an icon on the screen, but whatever words he was saying constantly, it was just not helping because I didn't know what he was talking about. And so I just found myself like crashing into walls or falling off the side of dirt roads. And then he yells at you too. uh, But no, he doesn't. He doesn't react to you going off the road. He just like, will wait till you come to the bend and then like tell you there's, Oh weird. he'll be like 45, 45. I'm like, 45 what? Is it degrees? Yes. Am I turning? <laughs> what is what is happening? But it doesn't seem to line up. He seems to be going way faster than my car was. So he's telling me directions for like six directions from now. I think now. it's two turns ahead. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. It wasn't what I was looking for in the moment. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of bummed about that. Uh, and then I found out that Grid, maybe Grid 2, I don't remember which one, uh, is on Stadia. And Stadia is doing another two free months of pro for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I just signed up for Stadia again to play that. And, and you I, bought Grid? No, it was free. It oh. was like free on Stadia. It was like one of the pro games that they were just giving away. 
Um, so I re-signed up for Stadia and played a bunch of that, which was fun. And I got that like thing that goes around your neck that holds your phone so you can like watch TV in bed, I guess is the point of it. Yeah. Um, but I bought that specifically for doing like remote play or PlayStation Now or Stadia. Um, and so I've been using that. So that way I don't have to like hold my phone. To... Well, you could use your Chromecast. Yeah, but I'm not pl- I haven't been playing it here. Oh, so you've just been out. Yeah, so, like, I've been playing it just, like, in bed on my phone <laughs> with this, like, contraption around my neck, which is scaring those around me, I think. <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. It's also, like, the nerdiest looking thing It's the, the nerdiest looking thing. Yeah. Like, I understand what it looks like when I do it, and I do it anyway. Right. Well, this I'm is just a like, thing that you use from home. Like, Yeah, exactly. I'm not out and about. Like, granted, it's, like, the perfect thing if I wanted to, like, live stream my life, you know? Like, because it's just pointed directly at my face at face level so like if i was out trying to do like some instagram live thing or like youtube video it would be perfect for that but i'm i have shame so i'm restricting it to use only integrity (laughs) uh but it's both yes it's it's both uh it's i have shame and i uh, i'm using it only in the comfort of the home uh only in front of people who will judge me internally and still be kind of okay with it. <laughs> so it's totally fine. Um, but it's fun. I like, I still think it sucks. And this is the longest that I've ever played Stadia on my phone, just mm-hmm. because when I was playing it, the very little I played it originally, I was playing it on the TV with the Chromecast that right. came with the kit. And so works wirelessly. Everything's perfect. I can't play wirelessly with it on my phone which does not make any sense. I have the newest Google phone. You'd think that would be the one that it works with, but no, I have to plug the controller into my phone. Weird. I can use a PlayStation controller wirelessly Bluetooth connected to my phone, but I can't use the Stadia one. Is it because your phone's too new? Because you have like the new Pixel, right? No, I think it's because (laughs) it wants to connect to the Wi-Fi more than like my phone like it wants to connect to the wi-fi and it can't connect to the wi-fi and the bluetooth at the same time right and so it chooses the wi-fi because that's the better um play experience because it has the like zero negative latency whatever but so i think that that's why Mm -hmm. but it sucks (laughs) because then i'll if i'm playing it you know in bed at the end of the day my phone is almost dead well, so it's also a to... more ridiculous looking thing when you have now a controller attached to your phone that's now attached to your oh, yeah. neck. No, I'm like fully in the matrix. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm fully in the matrix. It's fine. Um, it's okay. It's the world we're living in. It's safer somehow in the outside world. Sure. Uh, Do you hear there's murder hornets? Like, come on, get out of here. Oh my God, there was a bumblebee in here the other day that was like the size of a quarter. Yeah, it see? It was huge. The world is scary. So I, I've retreated fully into the matrix. I'm now plugged in. I have my head wrapped Jet with thin. this. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but that's fun. And they also, and this is something we'll get to a little bit later, um, but they added PUBG to Stadia as well. And that's free. So I was like, oh, well, I've been playing Warzone. You know, I was like when I was, when quarantine first started and I was playing with my Switch a lot more, I was, you know, checking in on Fortnite every now and again, right. even though like it's not a fun game anymore because <laughs> I just don't like it's, it's passed me by. Right. Like, it's not a thing that yeah. I kept up with. So all of the new things, I'm just like, I don't even know this map anymore. I don't know any of it. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll jump into PUBG. Like I'm in a battle royale kind of mode, uh, and it's fine. It's it. it it's I hard like, to go back. I'm sure it's so hard to go back because okay. it's not like you don't pick up anything without having to like look at it, read the description, and pick it up. And as opposed like it, right and equip because like Call of Duty, you can walk over ammo and you get ammo. Right. This it seemed like I had to like look at that and be like, oh, that shotgun. Ammo. Okay, I will pick that up. Yeah. That's assault rifle ammo. I will pick that up. 
as opposed to just like collecting everything and anything that I can. It's more about the like inventory management of it, yeah. which is like it's fine. It scratches that itch, I guess, if I want to. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna get more into Stadia now than I did before, just because it it's easier as like a portability thing over the next two months. Yeah, over the next two months, and then we'll see what uh what comes of it. But I probably won't keep it unless I get like really sucked into one particular game that causes me to want to keep going. Like I don't know what maze free games are unless. PUBG was it. I don't yeah, really know. I didn't see anything necessarily, but um yeah, I mean I just added all the games to my library, the ones that I missed for the month that I didn't have it or two months that I didn't have it. Just added those games back in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Like I like the controller. I like it when it works and it seems to be working pretty well now. So yeah, I don't know. And you liked grid? Yeah, it was really fun. It's uh it's much more arcadey. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. But not like burnout arcadey. Well, and it's like got multiple race modes to it as yeah. well. Like you've got the like kind of street racing and then you got the drift stuff. And then there was like, I got to a point where there was like a Le Mans race mm-hmm. where like you had to go like thousands of miles or something. And I the AI just kept running me off the road about halfway through. Yeah, that was one thing that I do like about it is that like if you bump with someone too many times, they become your nemesis and then they're just a fucking asshole yeah. to you. And I'm like, I kind of like that, but also like get the hell out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it sucks during like those that long race. Like the thing is like maybe a half an hour in real time to to play the actual race. Yeah. And I would get halfway through and every time it would run me off the road. Yeah. I would just be like, This is it's I can't complete this. Just get out just get out of my face. Yeah. I don't want you here. Leave me alone, shitty AI. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like that because, I mean, it does have, you know, you can't obviously take turns at 100 miles an hour. Like, you have to play it more realistically than you would some arcade racing game. Right. Um, but it's it's much more, uh, like, entry-level friendly than Dirt 2 was. Which is weird because they're made by the same people. Yeah, but I think one is specifically for, like, the diehards that know, like, rally car, yeah, off-road racing. Yeah, I think this is Colin McRae... Because Colin McRae doesn't exist anymore. I think this is the predecessor to that. Yes. Maybe. That does sound right. Because that was... Colin McRae, Dirt Rally Racing or something like that. Yeah. And then Dirt came out, I think, when they took... And then they took his name off of it. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the first one was like Dirt with Colin McRae or something like that. Yeah. And then so then this one was Dirt 2. 2, yeah. Yeah. I've just completely taken him off. I'm sure he doesn't race anymore. This was decades ago. Or Or his name just wasn't bringing in new like purchases so they were like eh, we're not gonna pay you for the naming rights to have it not make a difference in our game mm-hmm. which i could i could totally understand but yeah i don't know the grid's satisfying that like late night to play for 10 need minutes for speed. yeah exactly but it's not <laughs> need for speed though it's it's grid and it's fine so uh i'm still still boxing as well keeping up with that i haven't missed today although yesterday because it was so nice out i didn't want to spend the 45 minutes inside doing it so i just changed my like daily workout to like a 10 minute one just to do a quick one and get it out of the way but i'm still sunday still my day of rest so though i got my arm workout on my kayak today so can you play it out like uh in like a stand mode that's the only way i play it i have never played that game in the dock so you could you could box outside i know but again i have shame <laughs> so like i don't want the neighbor to look down their window and be like why is he shadow boxing in the air staring at this tiny little screen it's weird <laughs> and i don't like it so you, what you need to do is somehow jerry-rig the, the neck thing to hold your uh, switch screen, and then you can box and have it close to your face as well. No, that's a thousand times worse <laughs> in every conceivable manner. Because also it's not like, 
it doesn't, it's not like a fixed well. So like me turning and moving, that thing would just slide all, all around, especially with so much weight at the end of it. It would be even worse. It would be terrible. Yeah. I would hate it. It would hit you in the face most likely. Yeah. But I don't know. It's still good. Boxing's still fun. They've, there's now like full on movement in it. I'm sure you can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like before it would be like, okay, just like bounce and weave. That's standing stationary. But now there's like step forward and step backwards and like step and jab and like back step. And so sometimes like it kind of gets you moving. So it's uh, it's definitely building up in difficulty. It's working. I guess. I mean, it gets, gets me moving. It gets, gets me up off the couch, which is yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, it's definitely uh, it's getting more intense. So I just got to be careful to not like slip. And I just like, I looked at the TV cause I just have it on like my dresser in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked and like, cause my hair is getting also really long Yeah. that when I'm sweating, I noticed that like sweat's just flying off. So I looked at the TV and there was like sweat streaks oh. on it. Cause like the, it was flying off my hair and just like painting the screen. I was like, Oh, that's dis- disgusting. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. I'll watch that now. I mean, it's good. It needed a, a good cleaning anyway, but uh, it was just weird to see that all of a sudden. Yeah. Because, like, I'll wipe up the floor, as gross as this is, and I'm sure everybody wants to hear it. Um, but, like, I'll wipe up the floor, like, because my sweat drips. Hey, and... man. People sweat when they work out. Yeah, that's the point. You're supposed to clean up after yourself. I just didn't think to look up. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, the sweat's falling off me, not the sweat's flying around the room like a tornado of grossness. <laughs> um, so, still keeping up with that. Still having fun. Warzone's still good. Um, and then now I'm in the, I'm in Stadia times, so we'll see how long that lasts. At least two months. Are you gonna play the maximum? creepy horror game? Yes, I think now that I have, because the reason I didn't get fully into it before is I wasn't really invested in playing on the Chromecast constantly. Yeah. Because uh, like I'd rather just you know play a console game or watch TV. Um, so this will allow me to kind of get into it, and I didn't want to like hold it on my phone because I didn't have a clip for the controller. So now that I have the mechanism to play on my phone i think that'll be make it more likely that i'll play the guilt i think it is yeah what, g-y-l-t g-y-l-t yeah. yeah um same thing like i might go back and try to play metro again i couldn't get into that game yeah the one time i tried to play it i couldn't really get into it either but the, like know. bullets as money thing was really distracting to me so yeah we'll see but right now it's grid and i'm uh totally content with that and Thanks. then like a couple rounds of PUBG, if I feel like it. So, uh, cool. So that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump into the lightning round and not lightning round. Uh, and we'll start things off with a new game reveal, uh, that started on Monday, uh, and went for eight hours in what I can only describe as the longest game reveal I think I've ever seen, uh, and culminated with the name of the next Assassin's Creed game. Now, John, did you watch any of the longest reveal in the history of games? I watched like maybe two minutes of it, but I was working, so uh, I like pulled it up on my phone and kind of put it there. And you said the music was nice, but I was distracted by it. So yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I the music was. I thought the music was nice because it was just ambient. What it was is the artist Boss Logic who. His art gets shared around usually anytime there's like fan casting for a superhero movie. He'll do something on his Instagram that's like, look, it's John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Or look, it's so-and-so as Craven the Hunter. And so like he'll do these like cool uh, image things. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I first heard of him. But this was him doing a live eight-hour Photoshop reveal of the next Assassin's Creed game where like it just started with the silhouette of 
the main character who you, you couldn't see. And then he just kept tweaking the backgrounds and adding things and taking things away. And at one point he added a castle up on a hill, but then like an hour later he destroyed the same castle, just, you know, moving things around and changing all the filters. Um, and like, ultimately we get Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was pretty much what we knew already in that it's Vikings. Yeah. We, I think the, the fan name was Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. But it turns out it's Valhalla, which right. I mean, again, same thing. Makes sense. Yeah, they're both. Um, so that was, well, I think Monday or Tuesday, that was the eight-hour unveiling it Wednesday, of actually, it. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, it um, sounds at work. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, we got the trailer for it, which was mm-hmm. like fully c- cinematic. We also got some extra details about the game. Um, in terms of the actual reveal of it, I wish that they had done like a time-lapse of him doing the Photoshop. And in like a quick two minute or three minute thing, and then put up the whole video after to be like, if you want to see the process, here you go. Right. Um, I mean, what else do people have to do at this point? Then watch something for eight hours, I guess, if they really want to. But I would have preferred a much shorter thing with the option to watch the full video later because I wasn't keen to sit there and stare at that for, for eight hours. So I did have it on. He was just, it was just ambient, like Assassin's Creed soundtrack music. Yeah. So I just had that on while I was working and it was just kind of like nice to have in the background, but I, I turned the video off. It was just in a different browser. <laughs> so you're just playing to like epic fantasy music. Yeah. And then every time it like swelled, I would, I would click back over to be like, oh, is this, is, are we done? Is this the reveal? No. No, just the, the, the track getting intense. No, uh, no, we'll keep, we'll keep going. Um, so what did you think of the setting and the trailer? Uh, I mean, Vikings is never really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer, uh, like the main, the male main character looks like uh, Charlie Hunan or is Hunnam? That Hunnam. Yeah. Um, From Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. They got him. I don't know if that's really him or not, but it kind of looks like him. I don't think that it is. I don't. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. They would probably would have put his name on it, if anything, because they like throwing actors names into stuff well and even if they didn't put it on the reveal or the trailer or any of the things like you would have seen an article somewhere that was like charlie hunnam confirms he's the viking main character in and like if that happened i didn't see it but i I assume i would have seen 65 articles about it if that was the case yeah um but like watching the the trailer for it i was just like the, they're having this giant battle and the Vikings like D-dayed pretty much mm-hmm. into some medieval place. But like the Vikings are bad guys in this situation. So like the whole time I was just thinking like, you're, I hope you get wiped. Like you're going and wrecking someone else's land. Like fuck you. Well, I mean, that's Isn't what... that the whole point of Vikings is like rape and pillage. Yeah. But they do show that one scene where the, like the women and children are there and he's like, no, let's not kill these women and children. You may pass. Go ahead, women and children. We're going to go murder your husband and your right. dad, uh, but you guys can go. So, yeah. like, they're good-ish. Um, and obviously, like, I think the battle starts and that guy, the main character, is not the, like, leader. So, I think that might be some kind of, like, precursor-type battle for the trailer unveiling. Mm-hmm. And where he's the better, he'll be the better leader than whoever was there previous, is what my assumption is at this point. Yeah, um, so like the leader dies in that battle. Yeah, and so then he obviously becomes the next leader, which will probably be a better leader and a better reign and, you know, this whole thing. Uh, you and I watched it when it first uh, got revealed, I think, what was it, Thursday at lunchtime? Yeah. Um, and the trailer ends. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it, 
I guess I'll spoil the trailer, but whatever. Um, it ends with the, you know, the guy getting cornered and you think he's going to die. And then boom, he hidden blades him. And I said to you, I was like, oh, holy shit. I forgot all about hidden blades. Like I, I forgot I was watching an Assassin's Creed trailer and I should have been like hidden blade him, just hidden blade him. And I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. I was thinking about it the whole time. I was like, where's the logo? Like, where's the logo going to pop up? And like, where is, what is his hidden, like, what's his version of the hidden blade? Yeah. And then boom, right? And it was like over the top of his hand. So it was like over his fist. Yeah, it's part of his gauntlets that he's wearing. Yeah, so it's, I mean, they have different ones in every game. Yeah, but like, as I was watching that trailer, it nothing in it said Assassin's Creed to me. Which is kind of their thing now, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what, and so I was talking with Joe about it. I asked him what his thoughts were. Um, and he said um, he'll still get the game, but he finds it funny that the trailer had nothing to do with Assassin's Creed other than... Other than him having a hidden blade at the end, um, which I was like, oh my god, dude, that's exactly right. The I did not realize, like, I knew because I clicked on it that it was an Assassin's Creed trailer, um, and I was looking for the Assassin's Creed trailer. But as I'm watching it, like, nothing. It wasn't until the hidden blade came where I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this was Assassin's Creed. That's uh, is that good or bad for okay. you? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is just a trailer, so yeah. who knows what the game's going to be. Ultimately, I don't get very far in Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. And granted, this is being made by the people who made the arguably the two best ones since the 2 trilogy in Black Flag and uh, Odyssey. So, like, this has the pedigree of the better games in recent years. Right. So, I guess that means better but ultimately i don't stick with assassin's creed games for very long because they are very repetitive or i just something about it doesn't suck me into that world and i don't know why i gave up after the animus kind of took a backseat yeah and that was was more interested in the animus stuff and then i think it was like three was really where they started being like eh, it's not really about the animus anymore no it's about the historical aspect because i asked joe i was like joe is the future stuff even in the like the two newer games and he's like barely it's just a framing narrative like it's just a frame the narrative right so yeah like at this point i i never really dug the animus stuff just because i did like playing in the past more Mm -hmm. because there are enough games about like present future like you gotta escape from the scientists who are doing evil things like that seems more video gamey than going back and playing as an assassin in you know italy and the during the renaissance but um but, like, I understand that's part of Assassin's Creed, and you can't just get rid of one for the other. Like, if, if Ubisoft wanted to come out with a series of historical fiction games, okay, I'm super fine with that. But don't call it Assassin's Creed. Right, because then death means nothing. Like, the desynchronization was, like, every time you die, you desynchronize. Yeah. Well, and also, like, having your whatever vision, like your, you know, assassin vision, or I don't know what it was yeah, called. eagle vision. Eagle vision, that's right. Um, wouldn't mean anything. If it wasn't for the animus as well. Yeah. Being able to see through stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I always get, like, I always get sucked in by the trailers of Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Like, the first time I ever played an Assassin's Creed game was right after the trailer for 3. Where I still remember to this day, he, like, takes the guy's head, like, stabs him onto the bayonet of his revolutionary, like, rifle, and then pulls the trigger and shoots him off. And I was like, that is cool. That is... (laughs) That's a really cool like mechanic in the game. Like I should give these Assassin's Creed games a shot, as I never really got into them because I remember hearing the first one was bad, and then kind of wrote the series off from there. So I went back and I played the first one, and I powered through and I beat it, and then I started the second one, and I was like, I don't even care anymore. I just don't like. I made it through the worst one, and I just don't even care anymore. 
Yeah, so you missed, like, the... Because it was, like, everyone was hyped for the first one. The second one was great and made leaps and bounds over the first one. Yeah. And then it all just kind of went uphill and then downhill. And then uphill a little bit again and then just downhill again. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't begrudge anybody that likes them. I Joe gets them all and they're collectathons yeah. and they're exactly his thing. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I thought this was a cool looking trailer, but again, it was all cinematic. So this doesn't really show me anything that I wouldn't already get from the fact that it's a Viking setting. They did say that gameplay was going to be announced for Monday. Yeah. So, I mean, they, there's some news that came out after the trailer, just kind of expounding on gameplay and, and all that kind of stuff. And it seems to be in line with the origins and Odyssey, like a more open world. Yeah. It's, um, you can choose male and female protagonists again. Both are considered canon in this instance. Um, you know, there's all kinds of different things that you can, you know, go through and do that are Assassin's Creed esque. But I don't know. Do you I, see the backlash from the collector's edition? No, I didn't even see that the collector's edition got so there's, announced. There's like four different versions or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the collector's edition, like the middle of the road one, comes with the female protagonist figure. And of course, the internet blew up over that, or, you know, the shitty part of the internet blew up over that saying mm-hmm. like oh why isn't in the male one why can't you choose i don't need a female figure um and then the more expensive one like the most expensive one comes with both genders no oh, well there you go then yeah um but i mean it, in the end it's just a statue like yeah <laughs> if you don't want it don't buy it yeah exactly like it's a weird thing to be like how dare you make an addition i don't want that happens every, with literally almost any game that comes out now. I'm like, I don't want that. I'm not going to bitch about it. Well, because like, you're a smart, sound human being. Why, thank you, John. I really <laughs> try to I pride myself on that. Um, yeah, it seems like a weird thing to be like, I can't believe you made an addition I don't want. I'm like, okay, then don't buy it. Well, right. but I want to. No, but I want you to make one that I do want. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I get the standpoint of make a thing I want to buy, but don't get mad about it. Like... I wish that there was a better, like, statue in the Spider-Man collectors, but I didn't get mad about it. I was just, you know... Like, they didn't even tell me what it was, and I still bought it. Yeah. I could have been super angry and be like, no, tell me what it is. Make it better. Give me a full line of action figures, and I'll pay $130 for the game or something. You know, like, it just seems weird to get all bent out of shape about that's, a that's collector's people on edition. The internet. Yeah. It'd be one thing if, like, the game was different somehow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, could you imagine if there was only a female protagonist in an Assassin's Creed game now? Not like Liberation or one of the side games, but like if the mainline one didn't let you choose between the two of them, could you imagine the eruption that we would oh. get from that? I don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't hate it if they did that for the game, but I would hate the backlash that we would. No, get. I just don't want to hear people whine yeah. about it forever. Oh, uh, and like I don't really care what gender I am in a video game generally. No, unless it's like an MMO where I can't really. Like, because I try to envision me as that character. Well, yeah, and that's what the point of games like that are. If you're crafting the character, you should be able to choose. But if I'm just playing a pretty straightforward narrative, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, well, I would, like my Call of Duty, like, go-to is, uh, like, a female character anyway. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really... If Unless it's a, an RPG, I don't care. Like, unless I'm yeah, supposed, to, supposed to be crafting yeah. the character, I don't care. Yeah. Um, just do you tell me who I'm playing as, and if I care, then I'll buy it. If I don't, then I won't. Work the narrative around the main character. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, like the gender of the main character doesn't even come into play uh, for I'm those sure games. I'm sure it won't miss. I mean, it might a little bit, depending on how like people talk to you, because obviously, like it makes more sense for the Call of Duty games because in a historical context. You have men and women being treated very differently. Not right. like it is now, obviously, where everything's fine and everyone's the same. 
Um, but like, obviously, in Viking culture, a man is treated differently than right. a woman, and they treat women differently than you know any other time in history. Like they have respect, and it goes different ways. But like, I can understand you being talked to differently or treated differently. Kind of the way the, the South Park game changed the way you were interacted with if you were like oh, a black character. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I guess it matters from that standpoint. But I mean, that just gives you the option to play through as both. And if the story is different, then that's great. That gives you a reason to play through it again. Yeah. Which who doesn't love replayability? Like uh, Astral Chain, you could choose a, a guy or a girl because you were you were siblings, so like you could play the the brother, you could play the sister. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think they're two different characters, like in in their actions. Um, so like I obviously played as a guy, but the like the way that the sister talked to you, I think, would be different if you were the brother. Um, but I honestly don't know. I didn't look that enough that into it but um i don't i don't care what as long as it's not an rpg i don't really care uh cool all right lightning round uh so this is the follow-up to a saga we've been following for a couple of weeks now um with the uh cancellation of wwe 2k 21 Mm -hmm. uh we got the unveiling on monday of the future of 2k 21 and the non 2k sim game from wwe the future uh is what we kind of thought it would be is we're gonna make a better game we hear (laughs) it's gonna be playable yeah it was was very much that we hear you we understand we know we messed up but we're gonna come back in 2021 with 2k 22 ready and raring to go better than it's ever been we we hear the feedback we got it we're we're on top of it is basically what they said which cool yeah i mean it's it's all just words at this point well and honestly sometimes not having crunch time will be conducive to making a game better i mean i mean it always will be but you know let's hope that they take the time that they need to make the game that needs to be made yeah the problem is is that like I think there will probably still be crunch time because I feel like this is what happened with NBA Live where you take a year off, you say we're going to come back better than ever, and you spend that first year trying to figure out what better than ever means. Mm -hmm. And then you just have your same eight-month development cycle, but you're just trying to implement these new ideas that you you aren't sure are going to work. And so then the next one comes out and it's also bad. And so then you take two years off. And so it kind of gets you out of that rhythm potentially i don't know it really depends on the company yeah and the philosophy and that will i guess guide what that means but as of right now it's all just buzzwords and industry speak for we're, we're right sorry. or bad yeah um in the immediate future though uh what we are getting is something called wwe battlegrounds um this is being made uh, by 2k still or put out by 2k it's being made by what was it? Uh, Cypher? The people who make NBA Playgrounds, essentially. Playgrounds? Uh, what is that? That's the one where it's like NBA Jam. It's cartoony looking. It's um, it's like street ball, kind of. I've never seen that before. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. They made two of them. The last one came out in 2018. Um, it was on every, you know, it was on Switch, and it was on all the, uh, all the big systems and everything. So, um, they, you know. I, th- I think oh, this okay. is. I know what this is now. Yeah, you've. Se- I mean, you've probably seen it. Yeah, uh, I've, I've seen it, but I didn't give too like I didn't look into it because I thought it looked really cheesy. Yeah, and I mean that's what it 
kind of supposed to look like. It is more of a kiddie version, but it, it does have that NBA Jam vibe to it. Um, so this is the WWE version of that. Uh, there was a trailer, uh, like a brief teaser that just showed like the rock and John Cena and Becky Lynch and Charlotte flair, just fighting. The character models are weird to me, at least like they're not over the top, like all stars though. This does feel very much like an all stars sequel in terms of like the over the top gameplay and like jumping really high. And I think at one point in the trailer, John Cena gets thrown into an alligator's mouth. Oh, yeah, for some reason, because right. they're like fighting in a swamp. Yeah. So, uh, but the like, they're just kind of like short and stocky almost. They're not jacked and overly muscular like all stars. Yeah, they look like uh, like super deformed anime characters almost, where like it's like slightly kitty looking. Um, but yeah, they're not in the all stars like blocky, over accentuated. It's just they're weird proportioned yeah and they have like oddly like thick thighs and like thick necks even like the the women and everything like it just doesn't it doesn't really click for me immediately uh, but it does look like a fun game uh it was saber interactive that's what i was trying to think of i don't know if that's what i said before i already forgot um but they're the ones putting this game out the same people that make uh playgrounds and playgrounds too so it's clearly been in the works for a while since there hasn't been a new playgrounds game since 2018 i think um, but what do you think of Battlegrounds? I think it looks great. I I was the one that was saying I wanted another All Stars. So to see some other like crazy, kind of over the top wrestling game, this looks great. Uh, I can't wait to like see what crazy stuff they have for like the Fiend or like Finn Balor. Um, I want to know more about the game itself because All Stars was fun, but like not a sixty dollar experience. Yeah, and Battleground or. Playgrounds, when it came out, was only $30. Oh, really? I think. So this will not be a $60 game either. Oh, okay. Well, most likely. I don't think not, it's... If it's not, then I think I'm more into that. Yeah, I don't think it's been confirmed. Hold on, I'm trying to see if I can find anything that's, like, updated. Um, apparently, it already has a, a T for Teen rating, so they've already gotten that. Um, the platforms that's listed on the ESRB website, Xbox One, PS4, Windows, Stadia, and Switch... Uh, I'm much more inclined to probably get this on Switch, assuming it's day and date with the rest of them. Same. And not horribly broken like 2K18 was on Switch. Um, and as long as that's the case, I'm going to get this on Switch. Because that kind of scratches my itch for a portable wrestling game, which I haven't had in a very long time. I think the last portable wrestling game was probably the SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 on the PSP. Honestly, they didn't make a Vita wrestling game. I don't think so. I feel like that's the last like portable wrestling game. Um, and even then, like that was at a time where I wasn't watching wrestling. So I like didn't get it until later when like, I got back into it and, you know, broke out my PSP go to just like have around. Um, and I was really disappointed when 2K18 on the switch was bad because I really would have liked to have a portable wrestling game because it's the perfect thing to have when I'm watching wrestling, because yeah. I'm not always 100% paying attention. It's exhausting to pay attention the whole time. <laughs> it really is. So, <laughs> like, um, not not like in general, just right. while watching wrestling. Right. Um, it's, it's very difficult at times. Um, so it's good to have something that you can play, uh, and that's the perfect thing. So, like, I'm much more in for this game because I can play it on Switch, assuming it's not garbage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I'll get Fingers used crossed. to yeah. And I'm sure I'll get used to the art style over time. 
the fact that there's it's only most likely going to be a $30 game, which, again, hasn't been confirmed just yet. Uh, but given what Playgrounds was released for and that it's more arcadey and not a fully fledged kind of you know game, that, that makes sense that yeah. this would probably maybe 40 at the most, I would think, which might be a little bit steep for what it is. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it's 30. I, but also, we don't know the roster size. Like, No. This could be like 16 people. Yeah. And and there's no mention of, like you said, roster size, uh, modes, creator wrestler, or anything like that, which I feel like it really needs. All-Stars didn't have one. Uh, but it, like, it probably as a detriment for not having one. Like, yes and no. It had like a ton of different modes again i don't think that was worth a 60 dollar experience either yeah so if i don't see a creator wrestler in this like i i consider this to be like this is going to be like uh that power rangers game that came out the the fighting game oh battle for the grid yeah, yeah where like this is going to be a like kind of stripped down fighting game experience so like if creator wrestler's not in it uh, that's fine yeah if I'm... it's 30 dollars, if it's 60 dollars of creator wrestlers in it then that's a comparable yeah like i can accept that um, but I think that uh, that's probably a bit too much, especially given the like the way the characters are. Mm-hmm. Like it, customizing a character in that proportion, like is either going to be way too elaborate for that price point, or yeah. is going to be not customizable enough to be worth it. Well, see, I think you could do it where you have stock like male and female templates, where it's you know big, medium, little. Yeah, and that will change. So like, if you want to make Rey Mysterio, you choose little, or if you want to make Brock Lesnar, you choose big, or whatever. I'm assuming those people are probably in the game at base anyway. But if you want to go and make people from other promotions and wrestlers from yesteryear, which everyone wants to do mm-hmm. with create a wrestler in a game, you can just do different size stock, and then let me have a T-shirt editor so I can say that this is Kevin Owens versus this is some other medium or big sized wrestler. Right. Um, so I think you could do it that way and just have like a whole host of hair options. So you can kind of pick the one that's closest to whoever you're trying to make. And it kind of the way that it is with, um, what's the new Japan one? Fire pro. Pro. We're like, none of those people have faces that look like the person they're supposed to be and create a wrestler. But I know from the, you know, from the ring gear and the t-shirt who it's supposed to be. I get it. And like the move sets. So like, give me that level. It can still be pretty bare bones and basic but give me more give me the ability to do it even if it is just something to where like oh i'll make the dudley boys because the three d is an option in the move settings or whatever um i don't need it to be photorealistic the way it is in 2k did the playgrounds game have a like be a pro mode i don't think so i think that i mean i never played it um i mean that's the only thing we have to like compare yeah but again it's not like I don't think there's the want to go in and I need to make Larry Bird in my basketball game the way there is I want to put Hulk Hogan in my wrestling game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So it's – you're right. It's the only thing we have to go on. I just don't think it's the same like one-to-one comparison to where if it's not there, that's not going to make me sad that it's not going to be in the WWE version. Yeah. Because I think that's where those sports are different. Yeah, and I think it comes down to price point too. Yeah. If it's not in the 30 – if it's not in it and it's $30 – fine if it's there and it's 60 bucks okay yeah given how deep it is yeah exactly that's the thing it's i i'm assuming it's going to be a 30 dollar game it's kind of the most i'd want to pay for it anyway and if they did something like battle for the grid where 
you you can buy a season pass and we're going to promise you 20 extra characters or 10 extra wrestlers or whatever, then that's probably fine. I'll pay the extra 10 bucks for the season pass or 20 bucks for the season pass or whatever it's going to be. Um, and then promise me that content and update. Uh, all I really want from this game is to have it be playable. Honestly, after I I didn't think I would have to say that, but after 2k 20, I feel like now I have to, um, make it playable. Give me, both local and online multiplayer, which mm-hmm. like Battlegrounds ha- or Playgrounds has uh, local and online multiplayer. Um, and then give me some kind of story, I think, to explain why there's they're fighting at the swamp and there's alligators. And give me some of those like fun gimmick matches, and I think I'll be okay with it. Uh, hell in a Kennel, what was it? Which one? The Kennel one. Oh, the, the Kennel from Hell? Kennel from Hell. Is yeah. That what it is? yeah, it's the cage the, inside of the Hell in a Cell and in between the... the cage dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Give me that match. Bring Ken, that... Kennel in a Cell or whatever it was. Bring that off the <laughs> network. It's fine. And they just have little cartoony dogs that are all like super jacked and weird. Like, yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I would love that. Give me a Firefly Funhouse thing that has like the puppets and whatever. Like, do it. Oh, the cane match where the, the fire was around the ring? The Infernal match. Infernal? Yeah. And they kept getting hotter and hotter the more you fought? Yeah. Give me a Boneyard match. Give me a Buried Alive. Like, give me all of the craziest gimmick matches, because now this is the game for it. Yeah. If there's ever a game to bring back all of the weird, wonky, crazy things, it's this. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen much in the way of, like, gameplay. It's just the one trailer so far. Um, and it's, I mean, it's already rated, so it's pretty much ready and raring to go. There's no release date on it, as far as I could tell. It was just kind of like a fall. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things that's going to be announced, and it's like, it's available now, and it's not going to be a a physical game. No, this will definitely be a a digital-only game. But yeah, no release date. But I mean, it's already... uh, I mean, if it's already rated by... It just says fall 2020. At the end of the trailer. But yeah, I mean, if it's already rated by ESRB, it's... got to be close to being done, at least. Or at the... Yeah, I mean, at the very least, it could be done, and they're just waiting to put it out at the time when they would normally put these kinds of things out. So, yeah, I guess we'll uh, cross that bridge when we come to it. But I'm, uh, I'm more excited than I was beforehand, just because I'm excited for arcade wrestling. That's good. Yeah. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we got new release dates this week uh, for two tentpole Sony games, uh, one of which was... Um, set in stone due to some outside interference of sorts. And the other one uh, was pushed as a result of the first push. So the two games that we're obviously referring to are The Last of Us Part Two, which had a late May release date that got scrapped because of the world. Uh, and they didn't feel that they could... Give us the launch experience it deserved. Give us the launch experience that we deserve, um, whatever that meant. Um, but they have uh, unfortunately had their hand forced of sorts due to leakers leaking the last of us part two this week. So be careful as you're scrolling for information about last of us, or if you want to get excited and hyped and you're trying to figure things out, those spoilers exist. I haven't surprisingly seen anything other than people's reactions to it. Yeah. But see, like I don't even want to see that necessarily because sometimes people's reaction to spoilers are enough to be spoilers themselves. Even if you don't necessarily know what's going on. It wasn't like direct reactions to what was happening. It was like people being mad that she's a lesbian, pretty much. Oh, well, we knew that already. But I guess it's like, I don't know, it's the whole thing about like forced diversity rather than like natural diversity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I don't fucking care. No. um, It was just people being mad to be mad. Yeah. 
Uh, and I mean, that's not a spoiler because that was in the trailer. Obviously, she danced right. with the girl, and that was in the DLC, I believe, is where that yeah. kind of started that, um, like, for uh, the first one. Extra yeah. part. Left Alive, I think is what it was called, or something like that. Um, but yeah, so obviously, just be careful out there, you know, when you're surfing the internet. Uh, but The Last of Us Part Two, ultimately, as it was delayed indefinitely, only really gets delayed a couple of weeks. Uh, the new release date is now June the 19th. So we're a month and a half away now from that release date. So indefinitely went rather quickly, which is good. You know, people are excited because for the of game. Leaks. <laughs> yes, I, I would assume that, or maybe it's just that the you know the new projections and every you know states are trying to open back up and everyone's targeting the end of May still for like sort of business as usual. Um, so moving it into June does give you more of the opportunity to have a more authentic or regular launch experience which is what they wanted in the first place yeah. so um that also affects ghost of tsushima which i believe was set to come out in june anyway like 26th i think yeah so that's now been pushed back a couple of weeks as well it is now uh july the 17th so yeah. um i think it's a little weird that they're coming out so close together but again new consoles are right around the corner and you don't really want to launch that in august or september either one to then give way to a new console a month later or two months later. Right. Even though, as far as we know, the PS five is still backwards compatible with at least PS four. So even if you did launch late, you could, you know, theoretically still have that playable on the new consoles, a la God of war two, which came out after the PlayStation three came out and was a PS two game. So. Right. And the original PS three was backwards compatible as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks that you got to wait a little bit longer, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much longer. Two weeks is nothing. Yeah. Time is relevant right now anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, doesn't really matter all that much. But yeah, so you've got June the 19th and July the 17th for Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima, uh, respectively. All right. Lightning round. Um, I mean, we just talked about June being the normal time for... Um, you know, everything to sort of get back to normal. That was also supposed to be when E3 was, uh, though everyone kind of assumed that E3, even though it isn't happening this year, a lot of the like online parts of it would still be the same. Uh, mostly the Nintendo Direct would probably still be taking place, though we got news this week that that's not the case. Yeah, so uh, the Nintendo Direct that was supposed to come out in June has been delayed uh, no time has been given, but um, Japan recently entered lockdown within the last couple weeks or two. A second lockdown? Or were like, they not in lockdown before? They weren't on lockdown before. It oh. was just like a, like... Do your part. Do be your careful. part. We think we're going to be okay. And they, they, they've they only... They haven't ever been in lockdown. Gotcha. So they were just like, hey, be cool and wear masks and wash your hands. Which is, I mean, masks are more commonplace there anyway, right? They are. Throughout the year? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, they didn't officially get put into lockdown until, like, I think three weeks ago was when it officially got enacted. Mm-hmm. Um, when they, like, started delaying the Olympics and all that stuff, Yeah, too. yeah, um, So, because of that, obviously people are working from home, and Japan hasn't been in lockdown, so they don't... They haven't been going through the motions that most countries have, mm-hmm. like, with working from home and stuff. So, that all got delayed because they don't know what they're going to do um they didn't give any sort of inclination when it's going to come out no 
Um, but also with E3 not being around, they're probably just like, eh, we'll put it out when we want to put it out. Yeah, ultimately the they said that the reason for this was because the, their first-party developers needed more time to work on the games. Mm-hmm. Um, something that happens a lot around E3 is companies will stop working on the games themselves uh, and focus on demos for the show, trailers, all these other things that are a part of the E3 experience. Right. So taking that direct off the table, you now don't have to have all these games all of a sudden ready for demos and trailers and all these different things. You can just focus on making the game, which is fine. And I wonder how many of these were, it's available now, that had to get delayed and because that they're delaying the direct. Yeah, because normally with the, I mean, with every direct, there's one or two games that are like, and it's available now, or you can download the demo from the eShop. Um, so taking that into consideration, E3 usually has more than a couple of those. Mm -hmm. There's usually several things throughout that half hour that are available day and date from, from when they say, so yeah, you're probably right. Those games that would have been, Hey, it's available now, now need an extra month because everyone's getting used to how they have to work from home. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm bummed because there was things I was looking forward to. I really want to hear confirmation on those rumors about what Mario's 35th anniversary has in store for us. Like, I want to know is, should I be getting excited for a three-pack of Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Galaxy, or a four-pack of Galaxy 1 and 2? Like, I want to know. Right. Which, it's selfish, yes, but those rumors got got me revved up. Like, I want to play those games again. Like, I want to go back and play Mario 64. I never played Sunshine. Like, I want to know, are, are these things I can start getting hyped for? Or are these pipe dreams that the internet cooked up and have no basis in reality? I don't know. What if this is, thinking about it the other way, what if they're delaying it so that they can coincide it with a, it's available now? Whereas, like, if it came out in June, they're like, oh, we're going to put it out in early July. Um, whereas now they're delaying it a month, they could be like, now it's out. Like, you can download it right now yeah i don't know i mean that is cool it's always cool to get something that's available right now because now you don't have to wait Like, which one are you more do you want to have the hype built up or do you just want to like see the video and be like sweet i can play that right now if i had had no inclination at all that this was coming i would say that the drop it now as part of the direct but because i just want to know if it's real and what it means like i have an idea in my head of what to expect it's sort of with there's at least three of those games, maybe the sequel, I don't know, to Galaxy. That that one's not fully concretely mentioned no, in the rumors. Say anything about they it. just said like Galaxy Sunshine in 64, but you'd think Galaxy 2 would be included or maybe would be included later as DLC or something. I don't know. I just want to know what that package of Mario things looks like. I don't really care so much about the Paper Mario aspect of it or the... Was it 3D World Remastered Deluxe or whatever they want to do with that? It's like Um, the third time that thing came out? No, just the second. Because it would have been World Land was on 3DS and then World Deluxe, I guess, is what we have to look forward to on Switch, most likely. Um, So I guess, like, I care less about that. I just want to know, are the retro re-releases or whatever, the collection that they want to come up with, is that real? Yeah. And when can I get it? I mean, it would be exciting to be like, it is real and it's available now. That'd be great if it's just, you know, we have to wait till July or we have to wait till August. Right. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to be mad if that's the case. Right. Um, but if it's, if I have to wait till August and they're like, it's, it was always coming out in September when Mario's birthday is, I'd be like, oh, 
okay, I, I wish I knew this in June so I could like be excited. And, right. Um, but I mean, that doesn't really matter. Cause and we have not, to, yeah, we're not going to know anyway. Yeah. We have to wait <laughs> unless they, and what they may opt to do here is just release information a little bit more little by little, as opposed to saving it all for one big direct, they might just be like Mario's the Mario collection's real. And it's, we don't need a direct to tell you this because it's Mario. We don't need to center it around that. Here you go. We've got other things piled away for the direct. It's, we got Metroid Prime 4. We got Metroid Prime Trilogy Collection. We've got any number of other things. Uh, Mario's real. It, you can have it. Mario's real. It comes out in September. Did you see Jeff Keighley had an AMA on Reddit on Friday? I saw, I, I did see that it, I didn't want, like read any of the comments. I just laughed because he's like, I'm Jeff Keighley, that video game guy asked me anything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Um, in it, someone asked if Nintendo was going to have a presence uh, at like these online things that they're rolling out. I guess yeah. there's going to be like one a month for the next several months or something. Okay. Um, and he said that uh, Nintendo would definitely be doing something and would be announcing stuff. So okay. I don't know if he was referring to this direct because... I don't know the timing of when this got delayed or not. Um, yeah. And he might not have seen it when he was doing, like, they might have announced it or early, while he was know. doing the AMA and he right. might not have seen it. Um, but he definitely said that Nintendo would be having a presence in, I don't remember what they called it, like the Summer Cool Games Fest. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever stupid Summer name, Cool Games Fest. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the stupid thing they thought of. Um, so um, at least we're going to get something from Nintendo unless this delay just change that yeah and again i think that could just be the hey we don't need a whole direct to tell you that the mario collection is real right like, and or, that's what i'm thinking is yeah. they're gonna be like oh here's some small stuff that'll tide you over i just want to know <laughs> because i i want to know i mostly just want to know when it's coming out so i know whether or not it's worth it for me to go buy a used copy of mario 64 on the ds to like play on my 3ds which people say is a better experience than playing it on the ds but it also is doesn't control very well because it was meant to be played with a d-pad yeah well and it's got the i think you can utilize the dual sticks as well but you don't have a 3ds with a double nub right no i just have i don't have the new 3ds i just have the regular 3ds xl what and i've heard that playing with the like circle pad is better than playing with the d-pad but the game ultimately still is designed for only yeah eight points of movement as opposed to so, yeah, I, that's that's the only reason why I want to know is I want to know whether or not it's worth the thirty dollars. Yeah, because Mario games are still thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, because if they're like, oh, it comes out in June, I'm not going to spend the thirty dollars playing Mario sixty four now. I'll just wait. But if it's you know August or September or October or something like that, then maybe I will just to because like why not? What else do I got to do right now? Have you never played Mario sixty four? No, I have. I played it a bunch. But oh, like, okay. My the controllers of my 64 busted, and so I'm not going to play it on 64. I just want to play it again because mm-hmm. I love that game. But it's just a matter of which way do I do it? Do I just wait it out and play the Switch version, or do I go play the you know the 2DS version now? And then when the collection comes out, I can jump into um, Sunshine first, the game I've never played. Yeah, or Galaxy first, the game I only played like half of. I can start at a different point in the collection and then come back to Mario 64 because I just played it on the, you know, 3DS a month ago or whatever. So that's really all I want to know. I just want to know why or when so I can decide, so I can budget accordingly. Um, All right. uh, Lightning round. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Nintendo's Direct being moved isn't the only thing that got canceled. As we know, everything 
uh, unfortunately continues to keep getting canceled. Uh, just the the way of things, which sucks. Uh, but this one, I think, is in a, uh, a better standing to kind of still take place. Uh, and that's Evo 2020 has been canceled. It's no longer taking place uh, in person, though they have stated that they're basically going to be doing Evo all digital, which is... That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a fighting game tournament. I think... I don't think there's an instance of any game that requires more than two people to be playing at a given time. Like, even games that support it, like Smash Brothers, is always... It's 1v1. I think there are, like... There's probably side events that are teams or... or Yeah. And those are always taking place, like, in the side. And you can watch those normally online anyway. They do something like that. But the big, like, main tournament stuff will be done with, you know, players from their own homes, which they're all pretty well, I would think, equipped to do. Because I would assume if you're on the main stage at Evo, you probably also are a streamer or have streaming capabilities because that's what you do all day is you, you know, you practice and right. you play these games. So kind of puts you uh, in line for that. This was their official uh, posting. It said due to COVID-19, we are sadly canceling Evo 2020 at Mandalay Bay and refunding all purchase tickets. Uh, but to keep the Evo spirit alive, we're bringing the event online this summer with more information uh, coming soon. The health and well-being of our community is our highest priority. We hope everyone stays safe during this time, uh, signed the Evo team. Um, so no specifics. Uh, this was originally going to be July 31st to August 2nd, so that uh, that weekend there at the beginning of August. But this, I mean, this seems like it's perfectly well-suited for an online thing. Yeah, and it's usually streamed on uh, Twitch anyway. Every, yeah, it's everywhere. So like, you can watch it afterwards on YouTube. Like it's yeah. all it's it's very easily watchable, even if you're not watching or there live. It does suck for the fighting game community who you know they all come together for this big event and it's usually a lot of fun and everyone's there and bonding over their love of fighting games because it's not like an E3 where it's general video games. Like this is very specific to a very vibrant community. Um, so it sucks that they can't come together. Especially because you would think that if things were better by then, this would be like a really fun, like, hey, we're all out now. Like, we can all go and embrace this and kind of get back to normal, so to speak. So, Well, and it does also kind of, like, for the competitors, change things. You're not on a stage now in front of, you know, however many people are in that area. So you can't, like, feed off of crowd hype if that's your thing. Or you can't get nervous if you get stage fright. Like, you're just in your basement or wherever you are doing this normally. You just um, assume it's a basement just because they're video game players? No, I would now. assume they was in their basement <laughs> because they have, like, these giant rigs and, like, yeah, cool shit more space and, like, in yeah. their own area. Nice save. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, like, it's going to be different. And I wonder if that's going to help some people and hinder others. It might. I mean, there might be some. I there might be some players that feed off the energy. You yeah, know, that happens all the time in regular sports, um, professional sports. There are people who are like, oh no, when the when the pressure's on, that's when I'm at my best. You know, when the lights are the brightest, that's when I shine. Versus the people who, you know, they're like, oh shit, I'm nervous. Look at all these people. It's fine when I'm on a stream, or it's fine when I'm playing by myself, or just playing online. Right. But now, oh, the bright lights are on me, and I I cower. Mm-hmm. Um, those people won't have that. So yeah, I think this will. I wonder if we'll see different champions for things than we normally would. Like, well, will there be more upsets or more like underdog stories of like, wow, this guy's never placed in any of the tournaments he's ever been in at any stage, whether it's Evo or you know Capcom Cup or any of these other fighting game tournaments. This guy has never placed above 
15 or 10. And for some reason, this time, he's he, he won. And he yeah. won all of the tournaments for that particular game. Um, and I, I wonder if we'll, we'll see any of that. I like watching it. Do you watch Evo at all? I usually will because um, like, I'll go over at one of my friend's houses and the guy there like will watch these. So I'll usually catch some of it. Yeah. And I'll watch like highlights for the games that I know and care about. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's tough, though, because sometimes like watching Street Fighter, it's just like, oh, one guy's just beating the crap out of the other. And then, boom, 65 combos in a row and he won. Yeah. What a, what a surprise. I'm like, yeah, but it happens more often than you'd think. Or like the person's down to one sliver of health, gets that block they need, and then launches into EX move right, after. They're just waiting for yeah. build, filling up their bar. Exactly. Um, so like sometimes it's hard to watch and sometimes it's like, oh, wow, that is really fun. And, you know, but I also don't pay enough attention to where like I'll talk to the, you know that friend and he'll be saying all the names of all the players and all their gamer right. tags. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Hungrybox does seem really good. I think that's a guy. <laughs> I don't know. I think know. that's a Smash player. Um, it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, he seems good, I guess. I don't know. He seems like the other guy, too. I don't, I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Um, and it's always tougher to watch a sport that you don't know any of the players involved because there's nothing to – you don't have anyone to root for. You don't know the backstories of the fact that they fought at the in the quarterfinals of the last four Evos and – this is that other guy getting redemption. Like I don't have that connection to it. Well, unless you're listening to the uh, commentators, shoutcasters. Uh, yeah, which I try not to because oh, it's it's rough sometimes. Yeah. No, Joe and I really liked watching Evo. Like I would just go and hang with him. And uh, did you ever do salty bets? I think is what it was called. No, that's one where you can like you can bet for, like it's not money. You just like fake yeah. internet points on stuff. And so like we would do salty bets and watch Evo at the same time. It's good times, so it's not going to change for us, but hopefully uh, it doesn't hinder uh, any of the players or people who are trying to get sponsors or any of that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, All right, lightning round. Uh, We got a couple pieces of news this week uh, from EA uh, concerning their uh, prominent shooters, Uh, the first of which is Battlefield Five. Is I think they're working on one final update, which will be coming out uh, relatively soon, uh, and that is going to be the final update for Battlefield Five. They're ceasing, you know, obviously they'll do maintenance updates and things like that, but no new content or anything like that for Battlefield Five. In saying that, though, uh, they did confirm that there will be a Battlefield game next year. Yeah, so, and I think they also said it was going to be for next gen. Yes, I mean, uh, you one would assume if it's coming out in twenty twenty one, that's probably the fall and would be a full year after the next gen systems launch. There might still be, you know, previous gen versions or something, but that seems to make sense. Did they say anything about what the setting is, or is that still being kept under wraps? No, that's still. I, they just said that, like, now after this content update comes out, we're working headlong into the next Battlefield experience. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they took a year off, essentially, because I mm-hmm. feel like this year would have been the next Battlefield, given the release that they normally, like, the release windows they normally do. Is that right? Yeah. I think two years, maybe? Mm. So, still delayed from what you know, the normal cycle of releasing yeah, a Battlefield Yeah, they usually come games. out with one, like, every other year, I think it is. Yeah. So, this would be the third year... Well, this is the third year, 2011, yeah. or uh, 21 will be the, the fourth. So, yes, they, they skipped a year. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's good news. Obviously, we don't know much about it. I'm sure this would have been an E3 reveal if I had to guess. Like, a, hey, new Battlefield, it's coming next year. Here's your first look. It's the trailer. Probably not even a trailer. My guess would just be, like, a maybe info, like... Or just a, a quick a, teaser. A graphic or something like that. Yeah. Or like a teaser showing the setting where it's just like all you see is like a door opens in the 
Vistas, Vietnam, and you're like, oh, and then it just says Battlefield or right. something like that. Like, probably something like that. Um, so it sucks that we get it in kind of, I think it was a conference call or like an investor call. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I read it through IGN where they specifically yeah. told them, but. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, something to look forward to. Obviously, if you're a big fan of Battlefield 5, it sucks that the content is stopping. But, I mean, you still have the game and still be able to play it for a full year before the next one comes out. And, you know, there's no guarantee with shooters that the next one will be good and people will abandon the previous years. We've seen it with Call of Duty enough where they're like, new new Call of Duty. And everyone's like, but it sucks. We're going back to the old Call of Duty. Well, and Battlefield 3, when it came out, had a terrible launch, too. Mm -hmm. That was one of those games that kind of had to rise from the ashes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that also came out against, like, Black Ops or some, like absolute juggernaut call of duty game where everyone was like oh. which one it came out against because i remember being really excited for it and then the beta was completely broken and then the game itself sucked and then i was just like oh i'll just go play the other one yeah yeah i don't remember well, like whatever its competition yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah i just remember they came out like roughly the same time maybe ghosts i think it was ghosts yeah because that was yeah. the last one i that was the last call of duty i gave a damn about yeah i want to say it was ghosts yeah but... i think you're right too um so yeah i guess we'll we'll see what you know the future of battlefield is and if we get any more information during the summer of super fun games that john mentioned earlier <laughs> whatever any, it's called sorry Jeff Keely. <laughs> there's any kind of announcement there uh otherwise i would probably say maybe a game awards reveal uh ahead you know because i don't think they're going to wait till e3 next year to unveil it i don't think that's enough lead time for a franchise like yeah. this but again who knows they might want to be keeping it more under wraps to give it that kind of surprise short you know to launch window mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. That's not the only uh, battle-related game from E3 that they talked about, though. Uh, Lightning Round, they talked about Battlefront 2, which just had an update this week for um, adding a whole bunch of, um, you know, new content to it. They brought back Scarif, which is the uh, the planet they fight on in Rogue One. Uh, So that content got brought in as part of the, um, you know, the updates that they they do routinely. planet explode? Uh, no, it doesn't explode. It just, uh, just gets really, uh, beat up real bad. They shoot it with a laser and that's how everybody dies. Oh, Spoilers yeah, yeah for, I was like, everyone died. Spoilers but I don't for remember. Rogue One, the movie from four years ago, uh, which was very good. One of the best Disney Star Wars movies that they've made since the acquisition. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably my favorite of the newer ones. It's really good. It's like really, really good. It is. Um, but yeah, so they added that content in. It's now in Capital Supremacy. There's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I haven't gone back to play it just because I've been more into Call of Duty um, than Battlefield as of late or Battlefront Front. as of late. Um, but they confirmed that much in the same way that Battlefield's next content update is the last, uh, this content update uh, for Battlefront 2 is also the last. So this is it for new content. This is it for updates outside of general maintenance, you know, weapon tweaking, all this stuff that will probably still continue for a little bit because you can do it with a smaller team. Right. I don't know what that means for the future of Star Wars games or Battlefront games. I don't know if we'll get a Battlefront 3. Probably not. Yeah. I, Given I, how bad the launch of the second one was. Yeah. And they've recovered. Granted, they've recovered. Because I think they've got a pretty strong, vibrant Battlefront community now. But the you're right. The launch of 2 was atrocious by all metrics. Um, both fan, critical, monetary. Nobody liked it. No. I mean, the diehards played it and stuck with it. And over time, they 
did what they needed to do to kind of bring people back by making the content, you know, not as difficult to obtain, not as much microtransaction based. They took the loot boxes out for a while to kind of entice people to play. Um, and as if you guys listen for any period of time earlier this year, I was super into Battlefront two mm-hmm. and it was a really, really fun game. Like they really got it right in the end, Right. how that will affect a potential Battlefront three. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's even in the cards or if this team will then go work on something else Star Wars related that's not a first person shooter or not a third person shooter that maybe is like an action adventure game or, you know, what have you. I don't know. I mean, is there anything you would like to see from a Star Wars game? Like, do you want to see a Battlefront 3 that gets everything right, right out of the gate and adds new content that everyone's been clamoring for? Like, what do you kind not of really. want from it? I, I like, I have my Call of Duty, like, that's my games of service game of choice right now. Like, I don't think that it, a Star Wars one would fit that, because that's not the Star Wars stuff I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a uh, like Dark Forces, not, not necessarily remake. I mean, put a remake out, that's fine. But, like, something in that vein, where it's a first-person shooter, single-player experience, mm-hmm. not multiplayer experience. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I wonder if Battlefront 3 can... Because they gave you single-player in Battlefront 2, though it was very short, and it was fine. I mean, I played it, but it was, what, two hours long? Yeah, it was very sh- And there's, like, subsequent updates that add more story. The, again, it's fine. It's not going to knock your socks off. Most first-person shooter stories do. Um, but, you know, a Battlefront 3, that's something they could get right out of the gate, where there is a 10-hour campaign or a 15-hour campaign that tells, like, a specific story, like... It'd be really cool if you could tell these different like stories on the ground of different battles, almost like a generations kind of thing where mm-hmm. the game is really good at bringing you content from across the, you know, three trilogies where you've got prequel era war stuff, you know, regular original trilogy war stuff and then sequel trilogy war stuff. You could tell a story that takes place, you know, through everything. Um, but I feel like that would be a cool thing edition that gives you a 10 to 15 hour campaign or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I just want a single player experience. I don't really need another multiplayer yeah. game as service type thing. Yeah. So I think if you put the work into creating a really good single player, the multiplayer just falls in your lap for the most part. Like right. you, They know how to do that part now. They've gotten that right. And they know what to do and what not to do. They know that people like the game's a service aspect of it and they don't like loot boxes and they're willing to pay for it if you give them quality content that isn't hidden behind some weird paywall or that takes a thousand hours to unlock or yeah yeah. so uh, yeah i guess we'll see what ultimately comes of that um if anything now that battlefront 2 is you know ostensibly done yeah content is yeah exactly i mean the game will still continue until there's a battlefront 3 if there's a battlefront 3 or it'll just be this thing where everyone's like yeah it's still going like servers are still active everything's fine like the game's never been more fun the, I guess it could continue that way. Yeah, but people are still playing it. There's no need to put another one out. Yeah, so who knows? Uh, all right, Lightning Round. It's not the only Star Wars game-related news this week, uh, though unfortunately this is uh, also kind of a bummer. If you are a PS4 owner, you will not be getting Star Wars Episode One Racer the same day as everybody else. By everybody else, I mean Switch owners, I think. Maybe Steam. Um, that game is still coming out on Switch on the 12th of May. Uh, just missing uh, May the 4th by a week, which is today, today tomorrow. Yeah. Well, today, if you're listening to this when right. it comes out, but tomorrow for us here in the past. Um, so really, again, a missed opportunity. Uh, but it will now be coming out 
uh, a couple weeks later. Uh, the new release date for it is May the 26th. So you'll have to wait another Strange that two they weeks. deleted remake of a, or like a port of an old game. Just on PS4 as well. Yeah, just on one system. Yeah. So uh, there wasn't any reasoning cited for it. Uh, just that it's it's not delayed. My thought is that they most likely put more work into the Switch version than they did the PS4 one. But I don't know why that would necessarily be the case. But that's... Uh, I mean, we've only seen news of it through Switch stuff. Like, it was in the Nintendo Direct and all that. Yeah, that's how you first found out about it, was through the Nintendo Direct. So, right. Again, it's probably... So maybe that's why they um, they gave the Nintendo more time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'll have to wait a little bit. I'm going to be getting it on Switch yeah. as soon as it comes out. And then I'll probably get it on PS4 for trophies at some point when it's on sale. The same way I'm thinking about getting all the, like... Dark Forces 2 or Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Academy, and all those that are now on sale like this weekend. Yeah, and I think that'll, that'll be the only thing that'll entice me to play it through completion. Because I've played it like to the point of no end on the PC back mm-hmm. when, in, when I had it in, like, what was it, 98 or whenever that came out? Probably, yeah. some At some point in the 90s. Maybe I was earlier a child. But a youngin' you was. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for episode one. Comes out uh, next week. I love that game. I plan to play more of it. And it has modern controls, so I'm excited for that aspect of it. I've seen people go back and play it recently, um, and they're like, yeah, it holds up. It's still a great game. I think I played it at the arcade. Like, I was at some arcade that had it, and I think that was the last time I played it. But that was years and years ago. I don't even remember the last time I played it. Yeah. But super fun game. Super excited to play it again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I'm glad that I don't have to wait, because I have both a Switch and a PS4. All right, uh, lightning round. I mentioned earlier that I signed up for Stadia again because they're giving out um, two free months to everybody. Um, And the reason that kind of entered my brain at all uh, was because there was a Stadia Connect this week. Now, we haven't had one of these for quite some time, mostly because there's been almost nothing to brag about with regards (laughs) to Stadia. Um, It launched as a dud. It unfortunately uh, did not light the world on fire the way they were hoping it didn't revolutionize games the way that they were hoping it would it's just kind of been fine if that's what you want it exists it exists if you don't have any current gen consoles it's probably great for you because you get some of the good games that are out you know now so you can play some of the things obviously not everything um but it definitely didn't you know revolutionize games the way that they wanted it to uh, but there were some exciting things in this uh, Stadia Connect. Uh, the first of which I had mentioned earlier was uh, PUBG came to Stadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily the um, Battle Royale game you'd want to come to Stadia. But again, uh, Fortnite's everywhere. You can find it. It's yeah, the it's same game. Phone. It's on your phone. It's on the consoles. It's on the computer. It's fine. It doesn't take much to run it. I would have loved to see Warzone on Stadia because I think that would be awesome to just sit there and like play on my phone. Oh, yeah. Um, and not necessarily need to be at home on the PlayStation to be able to play it. I think that would have been awesome, mm-hmm. but, you know, PUBG's fine. They got Call of Duty Mobile. You can play that on your phone. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> and can I play that with a controller? I haven't actually tried. I don't know. I was thinking about that recently because they said that if you connect your accounts, you get a watch in uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, and I was like, hey, I've got my Apple TV, and it hooks up to my Bluetooth con- or my PlayStation controller. Yeah. I was like, maybe I could try that. Just... And then I was like, why? I have yeah. Call of Duty already. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be playing on the same TV, yeah. it's not. It's kind of pointless. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'd rather have Warzone on it, but it is what it is. 
so there's, you know, all the different editions. There's like the $30 base version, the $40 Pioneer edition. Uh, you <laughs> get the Survivor's Pass. Yeah. <laughs> there's Stadia exclusive skins, all these other things. Uh, the Pioneer edition was uh, free for um, Stadia Pro members, which is what I got. Um, so that was nice that it was at least free because it didn't want to pay for it. No. Um, they also confirmed a trio of EA games are all coming later this year. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order will be coming to Stadia, which cool. I, I'm not going to get because I already got it and beat it. And there's not really an incentive to play it again unless I'm in a Star Wars mood, which I can't imagine will cause me to pay $60 for it again on Stadia, no. which is what it would be. So I don't envision that mm-hmm. being a thing. Uh, but exciting, again, for those that don't necessarily have a current-gen console but got Stadia. Um, it's nice that it's there. Uh, they also announced uh, that Madden and FIFA will be coming as well, uh, though they list the winter. I don't know if that means you get it Next when football's one. almost over or you get it like... I don't want to get a Madden game unless it's in August yeah. when Madden start or when football starts. Again, assuming football starts, uh, but that's weird to say the winter because like the winter is football's over, and this seems like a thing that they yeah. all, the EA always does with Madden, where they put out a crappy version on a console like a you know Switch or something like that, and then it doesn't do well, and they're like, "See, we're not putting in the work. We don't want it." But Stadia is not a crappy console. Stadia well, I mean, it kind of is. Be, but like, it's supposed to be running AAA titles. So yes. like, this is going to be full on Madden. Oh yeah, it's going to be full on Madden. But like, it's going to be full on Madden after the season's over, or halfway through the season, or three quarters into the season. Like, not at the start. So then people are going to be like, "Well, I already got it on PS4. I already got it on Xbox." Or I don't want to pay $60 for a football game when football ends in a month and a half. Like we're at week eight. Yeah, it is eight. weird timing. Yeah, we're at week eight and I don't want to Right. I don't want to pay really $60 for the care. eight weeks. Like I've gone this far without playing Madden. If I don't have another console, why would I continue? Right. Um, which I hope doesn't spell the death now for future editions. Because like Madden is absolutely a game I would love to play not on my home console. Because you don't really need the detail the way that you do in like a first person shooter where like I can play that game on my phone. Do you think you could see it on your phone? I think it needs to be on a bigger screen. Again, but like I know the plays, I know the routes and stuff. I can like I can make my progressions and my checkdowns regardless of what I see on the screen potentially. Like that's I'm not a Madden pro. Right. So I'm not nearly as attuned as others. And like phones aren't small nowadays. Like Got oh, a decent sized phone. Especially when you have it strapped to your face. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not that far <laughs> from my face. Uh, it's embedded in my neck. <laughs> the hold there for it. I have little Frankenstein bolts on the side. Um, but that is absolutely a game that I would love to just like sit there and play while I'm watching a game. And so, if this came out at the start of the season, I might legitimately get it on Stadia. Because I feel like I could play it anywhere. And I could play it while watching football. How great is that? But then you'd have to pay for Stadia then, too. Yeah, unless the like the free tier exists by then, and where you know you just get the games and you can play them in 1080p or whatever, like that's fine. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. The free tier doesn't even exist yet. Not yet. Um, although I think that might have been part of this. No, it was just that everybody gets it. Uh, recently made the base version of Stadia free for anyone with a Google account, um, but that's just like for a limited time. That's not. Yeah, it's I don't. I don't months. think that's for everybody to just like buy games and play. Though I. Anybody that's interested in it has the Founders Edition anyway, so 
most likely. I don't think there's anyone who's like, oh, I just heard about the Stadia thing. I'm not buying any of the package. I'm just going to get this game and play with my PlayStation controller on my computer. No one says that. I don't think that's a, that person if exists. If anyone has seen anything about Stadia, I'm sure the first thing you do when you Google it is probably nothing positive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, if, if Madden comes early enough in the season, I might legitimately get it on Stadia over PlayStation or Xbox. Because I don't care about the trophies or achievements for it. No, I just want hard to accomplish anyway. And like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care about showing that I'm a platinum level Madden player. Like, I don't give a shit. I a just lot of it's to... tied to the uh, like uh, Madden Ultra Team or whatever it's called. Yeah. So they have all kinds of stuff like that where it's like, eh, I'll do it sometimes, but I don't really care no, enough to like go that. through it. I just want to play games. I want to pick up and play option. Yeah. And Stadia seems perfect for that. Mm-hmm. So if it comes out early enough, I'm excited for that. If it's comes out in December, I'm like, what's the fucking point? Nothing. And that'll be kind of a bummer because that'll mean that EA won't put the work in next year to make it ready for in August. Because it'll no. be like, no one bought on Stadia. Why are we wasting our time? If Stadia's around next year. That's true. It's a very good point. Uh, they announced a host of other games. Uh, we've got the game Krata, uh, which is first on Stadia. Uh, it's free with Stadia Pro this summer. It's an all-ages game. that lets players create multiple games and share them online. So it seems kind of like a Dreams Light-esque kind of thing. Uh, maybe also more of that Smash Ups or whatever that game we talked about, where it's just like, yeah, you can buy your oh, own yeah. games and make them and share them. Uh, we got Get Packed, which is first on Stadia. It's available now. It's a co-op game for one to four players, where players work together to help the town of Ditchlington move their belongings. Uh, it's overcooked, but it's it's moving. <laughs> all right, so these are just all rehashes of other games. Yeah, well, I, the the Get Packed one seems kind of fun, and I feel like they've showed that off before at previous Stadia Connects. Or something similar was shown at like a Nintendo Direct or something. Well, didn't uh, you say this was only on Stadia? This is first on Stadia. First on Stadia. Yeah, so I definitely feel like I've seen this before. Uh, Wave Break. This one actually does seem kind of fun. This is another first on Stadia game. It is a 1980s, think Miami Vice kind of, uh, you know, aesthetic. But it's um, skateboarding, but on surfboards and like wake, uh, what is it? Yeah. Wakeboarding? Not wakeboarding. Um, like, fucking... I'm doing the... Skidoos? room. Yeah, like skidoos. So it's it's like skateboarding in that you've got this, like, big open area with, like, ramps and rails to grind, but you're doing it not on a skateboard. You're doing it on, like, a watercraft. So wave race, wasn't that? What's the GameCube but that would But that's racing. This isn't racing. This is, like, tricks but you could and, do, like... Yeah, you could do stuff. tricks and stuff in that. But this is all the tricks. So this is a skateboarding game on water. With water crafts. That sounds kind of neat. Yeah. If it works. Yeah, if it works. And it's like 80s, you know, crazy 80s theme, Mm -hmm. which is always fun. It's an aesthetic I like. Um, So I might check that out as well. No uh, release date or anything there. Uh, A game called Ember, E-M-B-R. It's first on Stadia and PC, uh, early access at the end of the month. Uh, It's a firefighting game where players join an elite group of firefighters as they save their lives and put out infernos. Has there ever been a firefighting game? That you've heard of? I'm sure there must have been some small little thing, but... Not a firefighting game by itself. There's firefighting in games. Like, I think there's disaster report games. You have to, like, fight Mm. fires and stuff. Yeah, but nothing where it's like, that's the point. Um, And, like, I've seen, like, cutesy little puzzle... Not puzzle, but, like, kind of, like, mobile-y games that are fighting fires and stuff. Yeah. But not a, like... Triple-A, I I guess. I don't know what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's more indie-looking. But still, it's something. I mean, we get plenty of games where you're cops and detectives. And yeah, I mean, it's a unique pre- pre- premise. Yeah. 
So could be could be cool. Uh, we get Zombie Army Four Dead War, which is uh, free with Stadia Pro uh, now. So that's actually got to go in and add that to my list. So that's one of May's games. Um, Zombie Army Four has been out. It's Rebellion's co-op zombie game, uh, but there's a whole bunch of new uh, like Stadia exclusive levels and things uh, that you can get. It's the Mission Two Blood Count add-on that's coming as well. Is this the sniper uh, break-off game? I don't know. I think Rebellion makes the sniper games, and I think this was the, like... Oh, the Sniper Elite games? Yeah, they, like, made a Sniper Elite game that had zombies in it, and then they're like, now we're going to make a standalone one. Maybe. Let's see. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Um, Oh, this just came out in February. Oh, yeah, it is part of the Sniper Elite series. Yeah. I actually wanted to play this, because it looks fun. The Sniper Elite games are great. I don't know if you've ever played them before. I feel like I have a couple from, like, PlayStation Plus... But I've never played them. They're they're super fun, and they're they're ridiculous. They're meant to be over the top, like mm-hmm. the whole like zoom in X ray stuff. You can shoot people's testicles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have seen that part of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's coming to. Uh, that's obviously out now, and then the additional add ons. So I might actually play that too now that I've got it. Is it. That was free. I believe so. It did say it says here free. Uh, free with Stadia Pro on May first. So that. Already took place. So it's it definitely worth checking out if it's available. the Sniper Elite team. Hold on, let me go. Let me do this right now. I'm gonna go add it to my library right now. If so I click you don't on, forget. If I click on the right app, yeah, uh, you know it's gonna take too long. It's loading. <laughs> uh, moving on, <laughs> uh, we got Octopath Traveler. It's coming to Stadia, um, so that's cool. That's out now as well. Uh, that was available the day of this. Um, so Octopath Traveler game came out on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Pretty well received. Highly regarded from yep. everything that I heard about it. Um, that and came out on the PC. Yeah, so now it's available on Stadia. Uh, right in time for the guide, which is only getting released now or soon. Like the pre-orders went up for the other day for a game that's been out for two two years. Wait, the guide just is coming out. Yeah, like pre-orders went up for it on Monday for a game that's been out this long. Huh. Yeah, it's an odd thing, but like I think. Companies are starting to realize that, like, you don't need to make a, game, a guide for every game, but some games still people want guides for. So, like, the they did this with the Dark Souls games. Like, they don't get guides usually when they come out, but, um, like, a company called Future Press makes these really intense, awesome guides for the Souls, or for the, um, uh, what's the company that makes the Souls games? Uh, why am I playing? Starts with an F. I, wow. Oh, from. From software, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wow, I've... Joe, where are you?" <laughs> yeah. So, like, they made one for Sekiro, um, but it didn't come out until like much after the game was out. So, I think that's kind of the the thing for these niche RPG, dare I say, weeb experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I I say that with loving means. Yeah, you can say it because you are one. I get that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that makes sense, but I just saw it. I was just like, wait, what? why now? And then I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, now you can, it'll be at the, just in time for uh, for the Stadia launch. For nobody to play it on Stadia. Yeah. While you were explaining Octopath Traveler, I also added Zombie Army 4 to my, uh, to my list, along with the Turing Test and Steam World Heist. Turing Test, I heard, was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's a first-person puzzle game, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I've always seen videos of it. That could be kind of cool. So I added that to my uh Stadia Library as well. Uh, we also get Rock of Ages 3 available in June. It's a tower defense game. Never really played it. Doesn't really... Uh, in... Doesn't rustle your jimmies? Nope. Not in the slightest. Uh, but that's coming as uh, as well. So anything there that makes you interested in checking out Stadia? No. 
Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't want to... When the free tier comes out, maybe. But, yeah. like, I don't want to pay monthly to play games that I still have to pay for. Well, again, and the thing I was just looking at, it did say they announced that the it's free to anyone with a Google account. But for some reason, I feel like that's... Um, that's just for the, like, we're giving the it to two everybody months. two months for free. Yeah. As opposed to we are um, making the free tier available, available. Yeah. Which is different. So, yeah. I mean, again, the, nothing, so far there hasn't really been anything that you need to have Stadia that you absolutely need to play. I mean, I didn't play Guilt yet, but I'm also not seeing articles that are like, you. if you haven't played Guilt, you have to get it. The free tier is available. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Game's great. Not seeing that anywhere, and everything else is available on all the other consoles or PC or whatever. So, yeah, nothing really forcing it doesn't have an exclusive that I care about. Exactly, uh, but who knows? Maybe uh, you'll be itching to play the 1980s skateboard water game. It looks cool. I don't know if it's going to be something I pay monthly to play though. No, uh, probably not. All right, uh, lightning round. Something you do have to pay monthly for or yearly if you're smart is uh, games with gold and PlayStation Plus. So it's now the beginning of the month. So mm-hmm. uh, we've got a list of all of the free things uh, that you'll be able to have as long as you have those uh, subscriptions going. So let's see. I've got the May ones here that they're not written down. So let me start with the PlayStation Plus games because they are only two of them and they are uh, <laughs> bad. They're really bad. Uh, which sucks because I saw a rumor last week or at the beginning of the week that said that Dark Souls Remastered was going to be one. And I was like, oh, cool. I never played that game. I would be an awesome free game to get, especially yeah. with plenty of time on our hands. You got Sekiro sitting there, man. I do. It's over there. It's, it's the one that you let me borrow and I just haven't put it in. Cause, again, it's part of the backlog now, John. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not a game that has the potential of being played. It's just a game that's part you of the just backlog. put it on top of your controller and just be like, play this now. <laughs> but then I got to take Dreams out. Uh, it's a whole thing to put in a disc. It's never going to happen. Um, so that was originally one. It was going to be Dying Light and Dark Souls Remastered was the rumor that I had saw. Which was was it, oh, Dying Light would be great. Yeah, it would be awesome. I want to play that. What a great month that would be probably one of the best months that they've ever had uh instead we got the month that we actually get uh these will be available starting this week uh the two games that you're getting are farming simulator 19 which i'm sure is fine i actually have farming simulator on stadia that was a free stadia game that i got didn't play it don't care um and city skylines and that's it those are the only games you get enjoy your sim games I mean, to be fair, Cities Skylines does seem kind of cool, especially in a period of time where people have a lot more time than they would normally. So you can go build. Like, I always loved SimCity as a kid. But these are things you probably would want to play on your PC, not on a console. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at reviews for City Skylines just because I was interested mm-hmm. as someone who liked SimCity back in the day. Yeah. And, but has not played any game, SimCity, Sims, Roller Coaster. I haven't played any game like that in 20 years. Yeah easy so like to have this for free is kind of nice will i play it probably not but i did in looking at reviews uh read that like they did a really good job porting over what is typically a really sprawled out keyboard and mouse control scheme to fit and work and make sense on a controller so it seems like they did a good job making that game type playable on a console but you're right you're not gonna play this i mean i I might i got the time but you know 
I, it's no, no one's. Gonna I'm gonna this. claim it. At the very least, I'm gonna claim it. I'm not it. even gonna claim it. I don't. Really, I don't even want to have it on my account. Like I just have zero interest in the, either of these games. I don't think I'll claim um, farming simulator. Farming simulator, just because I already claimed it on Stadia, so I don't. I don't need it twice. Then, so there's really no yeah. point there. Um, but I might. I might claim City Skylines. At the very least, is something to play like in the background or something, or maybe if I want to like play it on remote play or something on my computer while I'm watching TV or something. You want to harvest some corn? No, not farming simulator. Uh, City Skylines. Oh. Yeah. So, and unless you harvest corn in City Skylines, I don't, and probably I don't space know. corn. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's not space. It's regular cities. I thought it was so supposed like, to be like slightly futuristic. Oh, it's it's entirely possible. I know next is nothing about this oh. game, other than it's basically SimCity. When you were saying paying yearly for something, uh, the the difference of the two consoles with the Xbox and the the PlayStation, mm-hmm. my Xbox uh, re-upped itself, but the last time I paid for a subscription, it was the $2 for two months. Mm-hmm. So I got a notification from them saying that they charged me $30 for the $2 for two months program because it's not $2 for two months anymore. They just put me on the two-month re-renewal. Oh, and I was like, fuck ew. off. Yeah. Uh, conversely, my PlayStation account is expiring next month. They sent me an email saying, hey, just to let you know, it's expiring next month. You're on auto-renew if you want to take that off. Yeah. You should take it off now. Yeah, it's good. It's good of them yeah. to do that. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> yeah, mine's probably coming up soon because I usually re-up it every E3 because yeah. uh, it's always on Cheaper. sale. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. I don't know if we'll still get the same sales that we normally get because E3 is different. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping that's the case because I don't want to pay the $60 or whatever. I'd rather just pay the 40 that the is mm-hmm. when it's on sale or yeah. 50 even. Um, but we'll see. Uh, as for Xbox, the games with gold for this month, uh, at the beginning of the month, you'll get V-Rally 4, which I assume is a racing game. Yeah. Uh, and for the Xbox 360 and backwards compatible, you get Sensible World of Soccer. Um, so it's not the cutthroat, terrible, like aggressive world of soccer. It's a very it's sensible, sensible. Very sensible world of soccer. So no hooligans, I would assume. No fighting in the stands. No drunken, belligerent Englishmen yelling that your team sucks. It's just very sensible. Everyone's just nice to each other about it. Like, hey, your your team's not as good as my team, but you know they're they're pretty. But we're good. all trying. Yeah, they're all trying, and you know what? You like what you like, and I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> very sensible. Um, oh, did did I trip you? I'm so sorry. Let me help you up. You don't have to writhe in pain and pretend like I broke your leg. You can just I'll help you up. It's That's fine. Never gonna happen. We're very sensible here in That's the sensible world happen. of soccer. Um, I don't know anything about that game. I'm assuming it's cartoony because I, I can't imagine a sensible world of soccer being photorealistic. And I think it's just like a very dumbed down FIFA. Oh, okay. That's fine. If that's what you're into. Uh, the second half of the month is Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr. Uh, a lot of things there. Uh, I don't know anything about the Warhammer games. People like them. I mean, there's a lot of them and a lot of types of them. Mm-hmm. This one is um, an action RPG as opposed to some of them are like top-down shooters. This one's a Diablo clone, but it's oh, yeah, yeah. just Warhammer. Um, I actually, when this came out, uh, I think I played the demo and I thought it was pretty cool, but it was like, I'm never going to pay for it. So this that's cool that they're giving it away for free. I don't know how deep I'll get into it. Yeah, but Warhammer nice is it. such a thing that's like so ingrained in like lore and all that other stuff that i feel like playing anything or touching anything requires like a 400 level class in (laughs) yeah you need to buy all of the biggest books yeah 
and just see how it goes. Um, and then the second half of the month, or the it, for the Xbox 360 backwards compatible, is Overlord 2. Neat. So you can go ahead and get Overlord 2. Um, anything in the Xbox that you're looking forward to? Just Warhammer? Just Warhammer. Uh, I played Overlord. Um, it's not my thing. It's a fun game. I don't know if you've ever played the first one or the second one. No. Um, you're like a... You're an overlord uh, that has like goblins, and the goblins are your. You tell them what to do, so mm. like they are your commands and like your attacks. Oh, so it's like, like an that. RTS. Yes and no. It's like kind of like Dota, or oh, okay. like you are the the leader, and yeah. they go off and do your thing. If mm. if that's what I think Dota is, um, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, but uh, I had a friend who was super into it, and I liked watching him play it. Uh, it was nothing I could get the hang of. Um, but it's got like a kind of weird sense of humor, kind of like Destroy All Humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun uh, that I know of. I haven't gotten too far into caring about it, but uh, I don't care about the other two. Um, the Warhammer game, I will definitely give a shot. Cool. All right, lightning round. Uh, we got uh, an update to a game that originally was only a collectible and playable on only the Nintendo, um, and now is getting a release on the Switch as well as an updated uh, collectible version, uh, and that is Jay and Silent Bob's Mall Brawl uh, is coming out this week on Switch and Steam. It's 15 bucks. Uh, it's a pretty bare bones, just like classic style, walk around, beat people up kind of game. Uh, reviews, I believe you said, John, were not kind to it when it was released as like a $50 or $80, NES cartridge edition last year. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's just being released as a digital game, though Limited Run is doing another run of the um, collectible like cartridge controller or games for it. I like the Jalen's, the View Askew universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all those games. I still haven't seen the, uh, the reboot yet. Um, but I, I, I know what to expect. Streaming it's it's on Amazon. Yeah, I was gonna say it's on some streaming platform. Yeah, it's already. on it's on Amazon. Um, I like the Viewisk universe. I like all those movies. I think they're all fun in their own ways, and the worst ones are just fine. Um, so I like might pick this up even if it's a shitty game, just because it's like a companion to Mall Rats of sorts, because it takes place like kind of adjacent to that uh, that movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I might check it out. Do you? Do you have any interest in this, or were the initial reviews of the cartridge enough to turn you off to it? Um, it's just a looks like a reskin of the Kunio Kun games, the uh, River City Rampage mm-hmm. games, um, which is what every review said. They were just like, "Yeah, this is just a ROM hack. Like you're paying fifteen dollars for a ROM hack." Yeah, I mean, there's worse things. You could pay sixty dollars for some kind of ROM hack. So fifteen well, or a hundred if you bought the that's true the one that you know everyone else did before this came out. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a big Kevin Smith fan. Like, just there are some of those movies I like, but it's just not my type of thing. So mm-hmm. I have no interest in it. Yeah. So, I mean, if that is your thing, then it is available on May the 7th, which is, I think, Thursday or Friday? The 4th is Monday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I might pick it up. I think I have enough, like, gold coins on Switch to make it relatively cheap mm-hmm. to where I won't have to pay full price for it, which seems ideal for this you'll get more out of it too because you like the view is universe yeah like where i'm sure there's gonna be lots of like hidden references and stuff like that the yeah. game itself probably i mean it's not given the reviews like are all pretty much universal um not great but you you'll like it because you're a fan yeah which is kind of all i'm you know expecting right and at the very least if i don't pick it up now i'm sure it'll be one of those things where it's like a five dollar 
eShop sale thing that you know we'll always go through and look to see what's on sale and that's dirt right, cheap. It's in the list this of- seems like this will be one of those at some point. So even if I don't pick it up this week, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll pick it up at some point. Yeah. Uh, all right, the lightning round. We got TV news this week. Um, the Hollywood Reporter uh, has an exclusive article from this past Monday uh, saying that there is a TV show in the works for Brothers in Arms, the game which I did not realize was a Gearbox game until reading this article. Yep. Um, but um, they the plan is is to use real previously classified events from World War II. And tell the story that way. So this seems like it'll be more of a like anthology than an episodic kind of show, because like each thing will you know center around these like real life events. Don't know how much that ties into the video game necessarily. Like were, were the brother, I didn't play any of the Brothers in Arms games. If are I those remember based on right, real things? They were actually based on people's recollections of missions. Okay, um, but this was a very long time ago, and there are many. You know, World War Two video games and content that was coming out at the time. Like, I think not Band of Brothers, because Band of Brothers was still way, way older than that. But this was around the same motif, I guess. Yeah, so this is um, 2005 was Brothers in Arms Road to Hill 30. Uh, and that was about a group of paratroopers dropped behind enemy lines on D-Day. Uh, it was a PS2 game, Xbox game. Uh, was based on the true events of the historic mission Albany in the 502nd Parachute Infantry Regiment. Uh, the success of the original title launched a series of games across various platforms. Yeah, and I think they tried to do the Band of Brothers thing that had quotes from actual people in between missions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, it's based on reality is ask Like, you know, lightly based on true events. Why they had to use the name of the game? brothers in arms mm-hmm. for a tv show doesn't make sense to me well it is being uh randy pitchford from gearbox is an executive producer on it so okay. it's probably why um this says right here like the games the first season is inspired by true events of world war ii the initial episodes will focus on a once confidential operation called exercise tiger uh, a rehearsal for d-day they went disastrously wrong um, this is, I guess it's never been dramatized anywhere before. Cool. Uh, it's almost 800 U.S. servicemen were killed and it had to be covered up because the Allies were preparing for the real Normandy invasion. Jesus. So the story centers on a group of eight men who must rescue their colonel from Axis powers before the enemy can learn of D-Day plans. So kind of like a, probably a 1917-esque, like we got to get the guy before everything goes to hell. Like yeah. everything we have is riding on this. Go, 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 go. I like World War II stuff. I don't know why that's the war that I enjoy. That's I the war like you enjoy? Saying, I know. it's. Uh, that's that's the media I think is interesting yeah. of all of the wars. Like, well, it's also the one that has the most representation, I think. Like, it does... So it probably has better representation. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Band of Brothers, I said, is phenomenal in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Know. Um, so Medal this, of Honor is great. This like, sounds cool. Yeah. No, I, I actually do like, again, never having played the games, I don't know how much it will necessarily tie to that other than it's semi-realistic all. stories as told by people who live them or through classified materials or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, this does seem quite interesting. I yeah. could probably get into watching this. It doesn't say who or where this is going to be, if it's going to be um tv if it's going to be streaming it just i don't think it says yet um so nothing there um in terms of concrete where you can watch it but it is uh it is in the works currently 
So, uh, yeah, should be pretty exciting. But if it comes out, yeah, again, it may never come out. You know, it could be the Uncharted of TV. Well, or, I mean, a lot of these things that enter, you know, don't actually enter production. They just yeah enter into pre, not even pre-production, but just development. Yeah, I think the fact that it's World War II probably will make it an easier sell to people. For sure. Again, that's everyone's favorite war for the most part. Well, and also hot off the success of uh, 1917, which is kind of like we haven't had a, like a, a old-fashioned war movie in a in a while. Uh, I feel like we have, but there's just so many of them that you don't notice. Really? Yeah, I mean they've started going back more to World War One, like 1917, and yeah. obviously Wonder Woman was World War One, even though it's not historically accurate. I was gonna say um, I don't think that really happened. No, but I'm sure there's always little like, oh, you've never heard of this battalion from World War Two, but let me tell you, they had a crazy cinematic mission that took them 90 minutes to complete, and uh, what a romp! I feel like those happen all the time, but I huh. just don't pay attention to them because I'm like, oh, I don't care about like. You know, like the Red Tails and all those. Like, I don't care about these other... Overlord. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It could be interesting. could be cool. Uh, but that'll do it for the uh, lightning round and not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let's know what you thought of the reveal of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Are you excited for WWE Battlegrounds? Uh, which Sony game are you most looking forward to this summer? Uh, what do you think was in that canceled uh, Nintendo Direct? Are you sad about Evo getting canceled? Uh, what do you think about Battlefield and Battlefront ending their runs? And what's next for those two series? Um, what do you think about Stadia? Have you given it any recent thoughts? Uh, based on anything new they've announced. Uh, and what do you think of a Brothers in Arms TV show? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands.